Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. We are in a new three-part series where I'm sharing three questions you can reflect on when things seem off, but you can't quite pinpoint what it is. These come from the back of my book, Image Restored, but I'm expounding upon them here. Last week we asked, how's my heart? This week we're asking, how are my words? Luke 6, 45 reminds us that the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So as I promised you last week, I'm giving you this question to ask when you aren't sure about the answer to the question, how is my heart? Listen to the words you speak. My husband once said, stop talking about my wife that way when I spoke idle words over my body. Our words are an indicator of what's happening in our hearts. And I loved that he called that out for me because I needed that wake-up call of, wow, my heart posture towards my body. And this was years ago before I started doing my deep work on body image, but my heart was not in a good place. And I needed that loving kindness of calling out, hey, the words you're speaking, they're idle. And my friends, we could do a 20-part series that are all an hour long on our words. In fact, as I was doing a little research for this episode, I was like, how do I choose which verses to highlight? Because there's a lot. The Bible has a lot to say about our words. Words are powerful. And I believe they're so powerful because if you think about it, words are how creation even came into existence. God said, let there be light. And then there was light. So our words, we are made in his image. We have that same power that he does of being able to speak out words and see things be fruitful and multiply. It's evident in, I'll give you a very practical example. I don't even have this in my notes, but it just came to me. I know it's the Lord reminding me of it. Last week, I was in Costco. And the woman who was checking me out, she just had one of those natural beauties about her. She had this beautiful, natural, curly hair, and just she was just a very pretty woman. And she just kind of had her head down and was just doing her thing. And she was just glowing. And so I just thought, I'm just going to tell her what I'm thinking about her right now, because I was just noticing, wow, she just has a very natural beauty about her. And so I just said to her, you are beautiful. And I watched right before my very eyes, her entire countenance changed. She went from staring down, just kind of doing the mundane thing, not really smiling. Her posture changed. Her head was up higher. Her shoulders, they rolled back and she was smiling. And then as I went to leave, she said, thank you for making my day. And I thought about that. It was a simple comment. It was a genuine comment because I know we can all kind of say things to each other and maybe not always mean it on a very deep level, but I just noticed her. I know it was the Lord drawing me to her. And I took the thing that I was thinking, which was a good thing, said it out loud, and my words produced life. It brought something into her that she needed to hear that day. Maybe she needed to hear she was beautiful, or honestly, maybe she just needed someone to notice her 
to notice that, hey, I'm here doing this mundane thing, but somebody sees me. And really, more importantly, the Lord saw her that day. And so that's an example of when I got it right. Of course, I get it wrong so many times as well. And this is why it's so important that we care about looking at how are my words. I'm going to tell you a couple verses I did pick out that I felt like I wanted to share today about this. Uh, Proverbs 12, 18 says, The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Oh my goodness, that is a prayer in my heart, Lord, that we would be men and women of God who are wise and that our words bring healing, not those that are reckless that pierce like a sword. The next verse that I was drawn to, Proverbs 18.8 says, the words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. This verse is actually really fun to read in other translations. So can I encourage you to do that? It's Proverbs 18.8. For time's sake today, I'm not going to read all the translations, but especially the message, it's, it's kind of a funny verse. So go read it. But words of gossip go down to the inmost parts. You know what the inmost parts are? Our heart. Back to that question from last week, how's my heart? Oof, gossip. Oh, okay. I need to do a whole series on gossip. Here we are. I'm like, okay, I'm unpacking all these series. Gossip is another one. Oh, man. It brings so much destruction. We've all been part of it, whether we're participating or whether we're on the receiving end and both hurt. When we're participating, it hurts because we know that we know that we know that that's not life-giving. That's not building up our brothers and sisters in Christ. And usually, if we feel led to gossip, it's us trying to help ourselves feel better because why? Something's off in our own hearts. So instead of dealing with our own hearts, we take and use our words to tear down somebody else while avoiding our own pain. Or we think we're avoiding our own pain, right? Masking it anyhow for a moment. So... Excuse me while I just step on toes, and please know the Lord has stepped on my toes so many times in this area. It's not even funny. I have a very strong conviction about gossip. In fact, I think when you've been on the receiving end of it, it definitely makes you more sensitive to it, I think. But I just want to encourage you. This was, again, not part of my notes. Holy Spirit's just moving on me today. Of If gossip is something that you do struggle with, let the Lord into that area. I know that's a scary thing to talk to the Lord about, and it's a little awkward. I get it. But just remember, if that's something that you're tempted to do, chances are pretty high there's something happening in your own heart that the Lord would love to deal with. A hardening, a jealousy, a discontentment, a disappointment. Let the Lord deal with that. Because if you don't deal with the root, it's very hard to stop gossiping without dealing with the root. I mean, you might temporarily be able to hold your tongue if you put a clamp on it or something or just avoid seeing people. I don't know. But uh, it's not going to last if you don't go after the root. All right. So let's process. I'm going to ask you very simply what we started with. How are your words? Pay attention to them this week. Pay attention to the words that come out that you say out loud. 
but also pay attention to the words. And a lot of times we call these thoughts <laughs> that are roaming around in your head too. Those give us a pretty accurate description of what's happening in our heart. So I'm going to pray. And here's the verse that I'm going to pray over us. And I want to encourage you to screenshot it on your own and do some prayer yourself this week. And it comes from Psalm 19, 14. I'm going to read it to kind of kick off our prayer. And then I'm going to just say my own prayer over you. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Lord, we do. We just pray that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart are pleasing to you. We yield to you our hearts and our words. Thank you that both were your idea. Thank you that the power of life and death are in the tongue. And Lord, while that's a scary thing to think that we've got this much power with our words, that's why we submit it to you. Lord, take our words that are life-giving and multiply them. May they be fruitful. May they land among the people who need the hope. They need the encouragement. May we be men and women of God who speak life with our words, who speak wisdom and healing. We need your help, though, Lord. We admit that we are sinners in need of a Savior. And in our own strength, we don't speak life. We gossip, we slander, we get bitter, we get jealous. So Jesus, just help us here. Make us more like you in all that we do, especially in our words. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Well, as I mentioned, the three questions we're exploring in this series come from my book, Image Restored. If you don't have a copy, go to imagerestoredbook.com, learn more, and grab one there. Well, we want to hear from you. What do you love about the show? What's God saying to you? Leave a review that helps other listeners find the show. And of course, it just blesses us. That concludes today's talk therapy episode. And I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.